This is the Daily Beast podcast, conversations about politics and pop culture. It's all taken from Daily Beast Radio on Sirius XM Insight, channel 121. Daily Beast Radio airs Saturdays at 9 a.m. and Sundays at 5 a.m. and 12 p.m. Okay, let's get to it. It's uh, Daily Beast Radio on Sirius XM. Um, What was that? A week or two ago, there was this big splash, man, on the internet where this professor had um, shown evidence that the whole um, uh, discrimination against the Irish, especially in the uh, 19th century, that that whole thing was a hoax. There was a myth that Irish weren't really discriminated against. That that all that stuff about no dogs, no Irish, no Irish need apply, all that stuff was a total myth, said this tenured, well, professor. Yeah, tenured professor. Um, and so that struck some people as a little odd. Correct. And so we're here with Ben Collins, uh, one of our senior editors, to talk about what happened next. Uh, yeah, it struck a 14-year-old odd, which it, I mean, it should. It should strike anybody odd because you- A 14-year-old kid. A 14-year-old yeah. kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, there is a 14-year-old kid named Rebecca Freed, mm-hmm. um, who was around Washington, D.C., and- um, her dad brought home this this article, a Vox article that came out, um, that cited this 2002 paper by this guy named Richard Jensen. It said, "Oh, this came out. In this came out in 2002. So this was just dredged up from pretty much nothing." Got it. Um, and uh, the paper says, you know, this it, the the uh, the paper calls it the myth of victimization. In the Vox article they call it, you know, the fake sign behind you know real persecution. Problem is, of course, if you were to take 20 seconds, roughly, to Google this in Google Scholar, where they, you know, uh, print up or put on the internet all of these old printed newspapers in the 1890s, you will see uh, almost countless um, signs that say no Irish need apply. So it they existed; they always existed, um, and this paper is wrong either from a historical revisionist standpoint. Or it's wrong because the guy didn't have the tools back then to look it up. What do you mean, 2002? There's Google back then. Yeah, there was Google back then. Um, this guy may not have had had access to it. A lot, a you lot of people get access to. What I, does that mean? In his head, I don't know. <laughs> but um, I mean, even before 2002, yeah. there was historical material and records. I mean, uh, we did research in libraries back then, yeah. kids, yeah. and it was pretty amazing. Microfiche, exactly. So it's an astonishing. Yeah, thing. it's so. I, I think in the. The answer is probably, I'm probably being a little nice. The answer is probably this guy had a bit of an axe to grind. Yeah, it seems, seems like, like it. Yeah, yeah, and it seems like uh, there, there is a lot of historical revisionism if you talk to a professor. So the, this 14-year-old, what she did was she looked up, she's like, I don't know, this, this can't be right. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be the only person thinking this thing. So then she took it to her dad, and her dad's like, I don't know, I'm a lawyer. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not an academic, strictly. So... I'm gonna just take it to uh, an Irish Irish uh, studies professor uh-huh. named Kirby Miller, who um, was a uh, who, who is probably like the preeminent Irish scholar, and he has said for for years he he's known for years that this is wrong, but this theory had taken on such a life of its own that he would travel to like New Zealand and give speeches in New Zealand, and people would raise their hand and be like, why do you believe in this myth? Why do you believe in this idea that there are these signs everywhere? And he's like, because there were. <laughs> but no one took the time to actually refute this paper. So it was taken more or less as fact until this 14-year-old with totally fresh eyes uh, went and tried to dispute it. And then she did. She, With the help of this professor, she got this printed 
um, in the Oxford Journal of, of, of Social Sciences. And uh, she pretty much saved the day. This would have been like lost persecution. This, people would have thought they were imagining all of these signs 100 years ago. And it's because this guy bought into a lot of British propaganda that happened after the Irish Civil War. It is a crazy story. And so, wait a minute. So, Vox publishes this story a couple of weeks ago. I didn't yep. even realize that it was a 2002 paper. And did, was the 14-year-old's rebuttal online yet? No. It no, only she, okay, she it only, only found out about it because through, through her dad brought home this paper. He, right. He's like, isn't this interesting? This never actually happened. And then she went to her computer and looked it up. And she's like, actually, wait, Dad. And <laughs> this so, totally did happen. And so, Vox, which is a well-funded... Yeah media startup by very well-regarded um, journalists who claim to be running an explainer site telling you how things really are. Correct. Um, they do not have Google? <laughs> that's a good question. I, I, see, that's the thing, is that if you go to an academic, if you go to an expert or whatever, um, I think a lot of people consider that enough journalism. But you also have to do your due diligence. You have to look past the printed thing that you think is correct and find out what the actual truth is. I don't, no, that's a good question. I yeah, I mean, okay, I get it. You know, an yeah. expert seems authoritative. Right. But, I mean, like, Googling is not hard. It is Also, hard. there's everything wrong about what he said anyway. I mean, coming from the UK, those signs did exist, and certainly in the 1950s in Britain. So but when I saw this story on our site, I was like, well, hang on, I know this in my own country not to be true. Yeah. So, there's something fishy about this story anyway to make you as a journalist go, hang on, this guy, why does this guy think this? Yeah, and if you read the abstract too, there's really, if you read the actual paper from from 2002, uh, it's so polemical. It's so like... Is it full of his opinion? Yeah, it's right? full of like, okay. like, obviously this didn't happen, like, and uh, like the the Irish ruled by ruled by force with their gangs is something that's in the abstract. <laughs> what? It's like if you had read if you had taken twenty seconds to read this paper, you'd be like, oh, everything about this is super fishy. So this whole story in this, by the way, it really was taken as fact after this Vox article. I, I read it and I was like, oh, well, there you have it. <laughs> I guess I was wrong. I guess I didn't know because I'm I'm I I have time enough for a yeah. Vox article and not enough to look up the stuff. Ben. Yeah. Your last name is? My last name is Collins. And you are? And I am Irish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. my favorite declaration of the day. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to clap anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, so right. I took it as like, oh, well, my grandfather was just lying all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so now I know, thankfully, that that's not true. Right. Yes. So just to take this further, so yeah. if Vox was presented with like um, you know, a Holocaust denial article. Correct they would just run with it? See, I, I don't know. I don't know. And it, it does seem like this is, this is a bad standard. They've updated it. They've updated their story since, but they haven't updated their story to basically say like, hold on, this, isn't, this just patently isn't true. They've been like, well, now there's a fiery debate. It's not really a fiery debate. So Irish Central, ever since we posted this story, yeah, right. Irish Central, the website. What's that? Uh, which is I, probably the largest newspaper website in Ireland. Um, uh, has started a little database of all the signs they can find, and they found 1,400 in two days. <laughs> so it's not a debate. This exists. This has always existed. And the other thing is, this is before you know, photography was widespread. So it's it was even more widespread than we know. Right. There are signs that have been destroyed. There are you know newspapers that have been printed and destroyed and that we'll never see ever again. So it's not a debate. This happened. 
So let's, okay, so we need to take it for, so Rebecca's, Rebecca's, by the way, all concrete Rebecca, right? Yeah, exactly. So, what can we say about Rebecca and also the prof? Um, has the prof accepted he's been busted? Like, what, what's uh, what, so? What's happened with our two protagonists? That's a good point. Uh, so, Rebecca, I think she she wanted to stay out of this. Um, her family wanted to her her to have like a regular childhood, and I had talked to them into it. I'd be like, hey, listen, uh, I don't know if you understand this, but like, you, this is history that you changed, even if by mistake, even if by a Google search. And she was, you know, she's so composed. I don't know if you if you read the story, the way she speaks is so well. Absolutely. And Very um, it. yeah. Yeah, and you know, her her dad wanted to be like wanted to keep the family out of the limelight here, but I think he kind of realized that um, this was a this was too big of a deal not to do it. Um, she now wants to go into like history stuff if she can. But she's fourteen, so who knows? She might be I don't know, she she might be in the Olympics, who knows? And how about the prof? Uh, the prof hasn't really come out of hiding yet. Okay. He uh, spoke to the Washington Post uh, a couple days ago and said basically, you know, he, he's, by the way, he's saying, nice job, Rebecca, good job for doing okay. this. Um, but this isn't enough evidence for me. This is, you know, this is circumstantial, basically. So he's standing by it slightly. Uh, how about the yeah. 1400 signs? I, I, I haven't Oops. heard from him since the 1400 signs. <laughs> but it is, that is a lot of signs. Well, we yeah. say we yeah. say go, Rebecca. Yeah, yeah. go, yeah, Rebecca. Right. And go, Ben. Great story. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Thanks, All right, absolutely. thanks, man. Thank you. You've been listening to the Daily Beast podcast. Tune into more Daily Beast radio on Sirius XM Insight, channel 121, Saturdays at 9 a.m. and Sundays at 5 a.m. and 12 p.m.